Blog Talk Radio. Icon, Granny Hawkster, and Big Swing. Episode number 103. How is everybody doing tonight? It is Monday, so therefore it is Attitude Era Live time. Forget Monday Night Raw, it's Attitude Era Live time uh, here every Monday. Big guest lineup again here tonight. Great guest lineup. Uh, as well, uh, and we can thank the icon for that, as of course he comes in and books all of these wonderful people that we have on our show. So I want to thank him for that. Um, but yeah, Raw's actually been somewhat decent tonight. I think uh, AEW is finally putting the pressure on, and um, you know that that's that's what you can hope for. WWE need, needed a kick in the ass, and I've actually somewhat uh, somewhat enjoyed this show here tonight. So. Um. Yeah, should be good stuff. I have. Uh, how, I have how are you guys doing? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, he's coming out of the closet live on air. No, uh, the WWE <laughs> is going to be in my hometown, uh, August eighteenth, two thousand nineteen, live at the Fargo Dome. Okay. Uh, now, are you going? Yes. Uh, they have not announced any matches yet. But I will say this. I'm going to put a challenge out right now. The WWE better not bring Sami Zayn, Barry Corbin, or Boring Corbin, whatever the hell his name is. Or, Boring uh, Corbin. Yeah, yeah, or Jackass Kevin Owens. Because if any of those guys come to my hometown, I'll be at ringside. If I see any one of those three, I'm going to knock them out. I swear it right now. I'm putting a challenge out right now. If you guys show up in my hometown, I'm going to knock you out. And I'll be waiting for you with open arms. So if you guys have the guts to show up here, you're going to leave the building feet first. That's my challenge. Oh my. To you. 
Oh my. Now here's here's the thing. It's is it icon? Is it raw or is it like a WWE live event? It's a live event. So okay, it so it's one of those house shows. So it's a house show. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially, yeah. you could. So get, it, 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 you it's could pos- get anybody. It's possible. Yeah, it's possible that those three may not be there. It's actually. Well, it's I, I would imagine show. it would be probable that they wouldn't. Yeah. They wouldn't. Well, yeah, if they show I would, up, I would guess. Well, I would guess that they, if it's just going to be a house show, I guess, I'm guessing that they probably would not be there in attendance. Well, you know, the thing is, here in Fargo, you know, we, we, we get to WWE like once every three years. And when we do mm-hmm. get them, they usually bring, you know, the superstars, you know, that that we want to see to help fill it up, you know. But. My challenge is this. Anybody listen to my voice? If anybody listen to my voice can get a message to any one of those three, if they show up here in Fargo, I'm going to knock them out if I see them at ringside. That's the deal. Just don't get yourself thrown in jail, Icon. I mean, you know. Well, now the other, ones, the other ones, nah, maybe not so much. But if Kevin Owens comes to your hometown and you're at ringside, it's not going to be very good, huh? No, and here's the deal. They're all from Canada anyway, so they don't even know how to spell jail. It's J-L-A. <laughs> <laughs> now, wait. Uh, now, Baron Corbin, he, he's from Kansas City. He's not from Canada. Well, he acts like he's from Canada. <laughs> well, he might be. I mean, you know, I don't know. But I was What do you have to say against Kansas Canadians? City, but... uh, there's not, well, uh, well, I'll tell you, just so we're clear. I don't have any issues with any Canadians uh, at all, ex- unless they're from Winnipeg. And there's uh, there's a, there's uh, some people from Winnipeg that I'm friends with, and, and I happen to co-host a show with a guy from Winnipeg. Uh, and I want to thank Jordan Garber for letting me part be part of Cut the Promo podcast. We had a heck of a guest last night. And, Who was it? Uh, Dev- De- Devin Hannibal Nicholson. He told us. Hmm how uh, when he was wrestling for the WWE back when they uh, allowed blood and how he got cut from uh, the guy he was uh, an opponent with, and he ended up getting hepatitis from this wrestler that he was wrestling and ended up suing him for a lot of money and winning. Ew. Wow. Really? Yeah, so, you know, and he runs Hannibal TV, and uh, I let him know that uh, if he ever – uh, you know, wants to expand his uh, company and business because it's pretty well grown now. Uh, that uh, you know, Granny Hulkster and Big Swing and the Icon were all up for hire. You know. Hmm. So, real quick here uh, before we get too off topic, we got about uh, well about <clears throat> ten minutes here before uh, thirteen minutes here before I guess uh, calls in. So we have a three-guest night. Uh, We have uh, uh, Sandra Taylor. She'll be our first guest. She is a a referee that actually interjects herself in matches, uh, and she will actually run and jump and fly out of the (coughs) ring onto a pile of wrestlers in a battle royal that are not listening to her instruction. So she's going to talk to you about that. We're going to have Calamity Kate. She's the only burlesque 
uh, dancer slash wrestler in history. And uh, if you have ever have a chance to check out her on Instagram, she's going to tell us about this. She likes to get busy with a uh, an actual grinder in her crotchal area, which is really cool. Is that so? And and we're going to have Jen Rep. Uh, she's got a challenge to a certain singer slash dink uh, on our show tonight. And Who also uh, happens to be Canadian. Let's that, just say yes. Yes. Yep. Uh, and I say one thing about this Canadian. He's like North Dakota winners. He's cute for a while, but then he can stay up in Canada for the rest of his life. Okay. So that's my commentary. Uh, so uh, what do you uh, uh, what do you guys got going on? How's your mom there, uh, Granny? Well, she she's doing okay. I got in to my mom's this afternoon, and you know we had a little chit chat and everything because I was kind of concerned, you know, that maybe something was going on. And she said, "Well, as of right now, everything's fine. You know, I lost my aunt last week on the eighth of June, and I didn't get to make it to the funeral. But um, so I'm taking her tomorrow to the doctor, and her her right eye." There's nothing they can do for her right eye, but her left eye, she's starting to get glaucoma, and she's going to have to go to the eye doctor at the end of the month, which I won't be here to take her for that, but she does have a ride for that. But tomorrow I'm taking her to the doctor and taking care of some other business while I'm here. I'll probably be heading back to Arkansas on Thursday, and then I fly out a week from Thursday on the 27th to Las Vegas for our Moose Lodge International Convention so when I call in next Monday night, guys, I will actually see no, not next Monday night, the following, the following Monday night because um, two weeks from tonight I will be calling in from Las Vegas. <laughs> I don't think I have anything going on Monday night. Uh, I think pretty much everything will be done by Monday. Are, are you going to go visit the Spearmint Rhino while you're out there? I'm probably not going to have time, Big Swing. I mean, I'm going to be meeting Friday, Saturday, Sunday during the day. I have a training session to go to. No, I have never heard of it. I've never been to Vegas before. The Spearmint Rhino is like the number one strip club in Las Vegas. Oh, okay. Well, I like I said, I'm going to be meeting. She's like, no, not going there. (laughs) No, 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 we're not going there, Big Swing. I'm going to be yeah. in meetings during the day. I'm going to be in training sessions like Saturday and Monday. I During the day, I, Granny is not going to have time to see much of Vegas. I'm going to be seeing meeting rooms pretty much <laughs> while I'm there, uh, you know. But, but it, you know, I it's something that i got to do. So, you know, I, I took, matter of fact, I, I was telling this to Big Swing before the show came on tonight. I was telling one of my wrestling buddies last night, I said, I'm beginning to feel like you wrestlers, the way you travel everywhere, because I said, you know, I went to Owasso Friday for the first night of the Ryder Cup. We came back Saturday because my mom called me Friday, and I had to come up here. I came up here today, and then I fly to Vegas next week. I said, I'm beginning to feel like you wrestlers traveling all over the country. (laughs) I'm beginning to feel like a wrestler, you know, that's traveling, but that's okay, you know, but... Um, it it is what it is, but you know I'm good. You know everything's kosher right now. Everything's fine. Hello, Homer. I hear you in the background. Hello, Homer. Granny loves you. I lo- I love your little dog icon. I I I love his pictures. So when I see him on Facebook, Homer. What do you buddy, guys so. think of the What do you guys think of the iconics? 
I don't like. Well, it. I I love the name. I never have. You know, they did not. They did not u- ask my permission to use part of my name. You know, but. Yeah, I, I could imagine them being your favorite tag team for that reason. Right. So, well, you know, uh, I actually there's actually a new tag team forming that I uh, actually uh, am going to be cheering for, believe it or not. Alexa Bliss and, and who, the Stutterer, whatever her name is. Oh, Nikki and the Cross? Stutterer. Oh, Nikki Cross. Yeah, they're going to Nikki, they're, Nikki, they're, Nikki uh, Cross. So I'm actually I'm actually cheering for Alexa Bliss tonight. So yeah. Oh, and you know what? And you know what? B Train has informed has, has is telling all of the listeners on his show, Big Swing. You're going to get a big kick out of this. He, oh boy! He's telling all the listeners when he introduces me that I am the president of the Alexa Bliss fan club. Even though oh, she will deny it, and, and yeah, and hey. I thought, oh, Big Swing will get a kick out of that because I don't like. Well, no, the, the, I mean, you see, know? that's incorrect information because I am the president of the fan club. Um, oh, well, I count, we okay, we do have you know a what? follow-up. You know what? I, you know well, what? I will, yes, tell so Tra- I, I will tell B Train. I will tell B Train tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, tell B Train tomorrow that I that will. information is false because I am the, the president of both the Alexa Bliss and. Um, uh, Alexa Bliss and Edge fan clubs. Speak of the devil, here comes okay. that match right now with this crazy, crazy uh, Mickey Cross. Um, so, Icon, it's a 506 area code. Are they supposed to be on this early? Uh, let me make sure. New Brunswick? Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking. Because I, I have everybody's uh, phone number listed in my phone book, and I got to look for. It. Yeah, five oh six. That's her. Yeah. Okay. All righty. Cool, All cool. Right. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna mute it real quick, do this, and then I'm gonna let you uh, let you do your thing. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. Not only is she the referee. At best, all referees, she will interject herself in any match that she sees fit, and she's damn good looking. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Sandra Taylor. Hey, Sandra, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, how was that introduction? Was that good? Was that the best you ever had? That that tops every other introduction that I've ever had. Awesome. So uh, here's what we like to do. Uh, we like to have our uh, guests kind of give us a little background about themselves, and we interview them. So uh, if you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, then we'll uh, uh, we'll uh, interview you. We've got about 30 minutes. So go ahead. What, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, first, um, I'm Canadian. I'm based out of the Maritimes. It's uh, on the East Coast, the far, far East Coast as you can go. I... Uh, own a promotion out this way. I mainly uh, mainly run out of New Brunswick, and I have some business partners. So with that, I'm able to do a lot of roughing as well, and I started doing that full-time this year, and I've been going around uh, the Maritimes doing it, a few other provinces and a few states. Uh, I recently came back from Vegas, and that turned into uh, acquired opportunities for me Um have a lot more shows coming up and a lot more new places coming up. So I'm pretty excited about that. 
That's awesome. Now, real quick here, uh, so we don't forget, uh, I sent you a uh, a script for a liner. We're going to get that out of the way, and then we'll just go with the interview. Yeah, perfect. Okay, here we go. Ready? Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, this is Sandra Taylor. You're listening to The Attitude Era, live with the host, the icon, the big swing, and Granny Hulkster. That's awesome. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'll I'll go ahead and uh, ask a few questions, then we'll kind of go around the room, and then we'll introduce you to uh, uh, Granny Hulkster and Big Swing. Uh, First off, the one question I have is um, the icon made a a collector's card for you, and there was the image of you. It seemed like you were jumping off the ring onto some guys. Tell us about that. What is going on with that? Were you really jumping, or was that just an optical illusion? What was going on in that match? Nope, I was really jumping. Uh, it was a Lucha Tag Teams from uh, Mexico. It was a show in Las Vegas. It was uh, Lucha Libre Vegas, which is Simbodi's show. And the first, that uh, was my first Lucha match and my first uh, Lucha show. Uh, it was crazy because when, uh, when I was asked to do that, that was, uh, I had to give it a moment's thought, but then you know what? I jumped from, uh, I was supposed to go to the top rope, went to the second, and, uh, yes, took a dive. So when you decided to do this, did they, you know, you mentioned you had to think about it for a little bit. About it. Uh, were you worried about uh, injury or maybe uh, jumping on the wrong guy and he might give you a hug or, you know, anything like that? You might go into a guardrail. Any of that stuff cross your mind? Nope, actually not, and not one of those thoughts pretty much crossed my mind. Maybe they should have. <laughs> uh, the only thing I was thinking of, it, I was trying to understand because I was new to Lucha. I hadn't watched uh, Lucha Underground or anything like that, so I was still getting my head wrapped around the rules and the basic concept behind the referees in, in Lucha down in Mexico. They have uh, a heel ref and a baby ref. And that's where I was trying to get my head wrapped around is why was I doing these things? It was, it was to make sense for myself. And basic, I did three matches with them. And that first match, I was a baby ref. And it got a serious pop from the audience. They, it, was, uh, it was all Mexican-Americans in the audience. And they thoroughly enjoyed having the ref become. They heckled me at first of the show. So when I did that, I won them back over. Well, that was going to leave me to my next question. As a referee, would you consider yourself a, a baby face, a heel, an in-betweeny? Or are you an, audi- uh, an audience uh, chooser? But uh, you mentioned that you are a baby face real. But uh, uh, that brings me to uh, uh, Granny Hawkster. I know that she's got some questions for you. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, Granny. We'll go to you, and then uh, we'll go to Big Swing in a second. And then uh, we'll come back to me, and I'm going to ask you the tough question. Oh, wow. Well, hello. Hello, Sandra. First of all, I am not a wrestler. I am just a huge fan. But you sound like a referee I would enjoy watching because I love I love this business. I mean, and I don't like the bad guys. I heckle the bad. I mean, I give the heels so much grief. Matter of fact, I was at a show in Fayetteville, Arkansas, where I, I live in Arkansas yesterday. My family and I were there. And one of the bad guy wrestlers who I've known for a long time, he wrestles at other places, 
He told me if I didn't sit down and shut up, he was going to have them revoke my mashed potato privileges from the retirement home. And next time when I see him, I'm going to tell him that that's fine because I don't really like mashed potatoes, but just don't take my sweet potatoes from me. But anyways, how long have you been a referee? Referee, I started doing it last year out of necessity. Um, We had gone to a town with my promotion, and, of course, there was no referee. Um, And that's how basically I got started. When I had gone in there, I had trained as a wrestler. Um, So going Mm -hmm. in as a referee, I did have some basics. I didn't realize how much I actually would love it as an authoritarian. I'm an authoritarian at heart to begin with. And once I got in there, especially with the big boys, I definitely love um, being able to boss them around. Now, how long have you were you a wrestler? You know, before you you know started being a referee, you know, like a year ago. How long have you been in the wrestling business? I've been around for probably eight years, but I started off like everybody else in a different position. I was a photographer coming in, and just became family, and it became something that I thoroughly enjoyed. So I started training. And as I progressed through my training, um, my I got a herniated disc. I ended up having uh, completely popped the disc out against a sciatic mm. nerve, and I had back surgery. So since oh, wow. then, I actually haven't been yes, I haven't been able to do any of that. So when I got into the ring as a rep, I thoroughly was able to uh, enjoy that and get my uh, get my taste for it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, you were talking about Lucha Libre. I mean, I I have seen, you know, Lucha matches. I mean, you know, on television, you know, I love Lucha matches. They're pretty awesome. I I have a lot of wrestling friends who actually wear the mask, you know, when they wrestle. So, you know, I I love to watch the Lucha Libre. And I'm actually going out to Vegas um, next week for a convention. So, I don't know if I'll get a chance. I don't know if any wrestling shows will be going on out there while I'm out in Vegas next week. But I would, you know, if there was, I would love to. I would love to try to get a chance to to go to one. But I don't know if that's going to happen. But um, what has been your most interesting match you've ever refereed, or even as a wrestler? I mean, either one. You can answer either way, or however you want to answer it. But I have to say. Um... It wasn't so much as it was one match. It was one night. It was that night I did the uh, the three matches for the tag, same tag team. Mm-hmm. It was three separate mm-hmm. shows in one day. And I had uh, that's the show where I had jumped off the second rope. And basically the next two matches continued on to a point where I was, uh, I did splashes in the corner. I did chops, whipped by the belt. I got slapped by the belt. Um, it was that whole day in itself was the most amazing day. I had three, three great matches with the same tag teams and we did three different. It was, uh, it was amazing. I got to experience wow. being a heel ref, a baby ref, and I got to really do some crazy, some crazy shit. Wow. That's, uh, that's amazing. Sid Tills our guest here. We got, um, well, we got about, uh, 23 minutes or so with uh, when uh, Big Swing comes back on, we'll let him ask you a few other questions, but uh, I want to kind of go into this a little bit. Uh, You know, being a referee, you know, and don't take this the wrong way. I mean, it's not really uh, 
a, a female-dominated position in wrestling at, to have a female ref. But now, when you decided to become a ref, was it hard for you to start doing that to be accepted? With uh, did you have to did you have to go through a lot of hoops? Tell us about that. Nope, I have a very dominant personality. I'm five feet tall. I'm a redhead. Um, my shoot job, I was a forklift operator that worked with all men for many, many, many years since I was 18. So I know how to um, to handle any type of situations, especially when it comes to, you know, being dominant. Um, in the ring, that's where I find it's uh, – Especially in the Maritimes, I know everybody around here, so that helps. Uh, when I had gone down to Vegas, it was all new people for me, so which I loved. Um, I just go in it with respect. Um, I guess the big thing is is that it's just a, it's my own vibe that I give off. You already know that I have that authority. Um, I don't. I assert it right away since I'm in that ring, and I don't. I haven't bowed down. Even when somebody's tried something, I put them right back in their place. Well, you know, if you ever get heckled by fans, I'll, I'll give you this line. Maybe you already know this line, but uh, if, uh, you know, if a fan starts heckling you, all you got to do is say, hey, red head, no, I'm sorry, red hair, don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I'm very familiar with that line. All right, we're going to introduce you to uh, Big Swing here real quick, and then uh, yeah, yeah. Then the, the tough questions come on. So what do you got, Big Swing, for our red-headed – Fire, uh, fire and brimstone hairstyled hot referee. Well, I was going to say, like, red hair, like, naturally red, or red hair, like, like dyed red? Both. Both, okay. All right. See, I, I, I do like that, but, you know, I kind of, nowadays with hairstyles, you kind of kind of ask that so I can get an image. Um, so, refereeing I wise, and I don't know, well, yeah, I guess, but um, now, <laughs> refereeing wise, Oh, excuse me. Um, do you ever notice that maybe because you're a woman, you get a lot of, you know, guys in the ring who don't necessarily respect you or don't necessarily feel like they have to listen to you just because of that? And you and you kind of got to lay the smack down a little bit on them? Yes. Yes, that definitely uh, has happened. I have come across it. Um a lot of them, yes. I will put them in their place. I will uh, usually pull out the mommy card is what I call it because a lot of them are the young ones. Oh, so yeah. So you just, you just gently let them know, and if they don't hear you the first time, then you, you make sure you hear it the second. True, true. But, yeah. Well, in the ring, now, it's uh, in the ring, it's different. It yeah, usually, well, yeah. Um, that's where it's not too. It's I. Once I'm in the ring, then my authority is there. There is no question on it. Oh, I see. Well, that, that's what I was wondering. Like in the ring, like during a match, if you, you know, trying to break a hold or something, if they feel like they don't necessarily have to listen to you like they would, you know, another ref type of thing. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. Oh. I've asserted it enough that it it stopped when it actually would have started. Okay, good, good. And I guess the other thing would be, why did you decide, or what what took you down the path of wanting to be a referee? I mean, I know a lot of a lot of superstars 
and independent wrestlers and things have their own motivations and their own reasons for going down the path of being a wrestler. Uh, take us down why you chose the referee path. Why do you want to put the stripes on instead of the spandex? First and foremost, um, you learn the you learn so much as a referee. I enjoy being in the match. There's a lot of things I can't do anymore physically, so mm-hmm. I'm still able to be in there. I'm I'm there to make sure everything everybody's taken care of. That's my second thing is safety, and I am there in case anything or anybody gets hurt. I'm their first. Uh, line of contact for any type of injuries. So I take that very seriously. I, I enjoy it. I, I love just being able to watch, especially specific, uh, specific wrestlers that I've been able to wrap, just being in there and watching it close up. It's, it's, uh, sometimes it's quite a, an awesome thing. Well, that was my, I guess that was my last, uh, my last question for this segment was, um, do you have particular wrestlers that when you know, all right, I got so-and-so's match, you get a little bit more excited because you know it's going to be an exciting match due to their style or due to how they are or how the crowd perceives them. You know, when you get your assignment and you say, oh, geez, it's going to be so-and-so, you know, is that are there particular wrestlers you have that are your favorites? Yeah, there is a couple. There's some that's just uh, the size-wise I enjoy yeah. because then it's going to be – more like a David and Goliath thing um, mm-hmm. with myself and them, just on the authority aspect of it, which I enjoy. And it gets the audience going. I, I enjoy those matches there. But, yeah, there is a couple of wrestlers that I enjoy for that aspect. And then for – I really enjoy the, the tag, luchador tag team. Like the, just watching okay. The gymnast, like just watching them in the ring is insane. You just back up and just watch the ping pong. Just, yeah, just gotta let them do their thing, yeah. Well, wow, I tell yeah. you, I have I have some friends that are female referees, and they do a very good job at what they do. But I tell you, you know, you talked about going to you know more states here in the future and everything. I have a friend over in Oklahoma that does wrestling shows for kids that have got cancer called Wrestling for a Cause, and we just had our big two-day event for the Ryder Cup show over the weekend, and I only got to attend one day out of the two, out of the two for the show. But um, I tell you, there is a there is a guy that wrestles for Wrestling for a Cause. His name is the Definition of Definition Double D, and I call him Double Dork, and he's got his queen Erica who likes to interfere in his match. I tell you, we need you to come referee at WFC for some of those matches because I tell you, some of those matches get a little out of hand. We need somebody like you in charge to put Double Dork and Erica in their place because yesterday um, at the show that I was telling you about that I went to yesterday, Double Dork also wrestles at that show, and Erica was banned from ringside for her safety because she had been kidnapped at a previous show. And, um, but she was actually in a match yesterday with two other female wrestlers and she just totally went off 
on bonkers because she says, I'm not ready. I'm not prepared. I can't wrestle. You know? And she ended up having to wrestle. But I tell you, we need somebody like you at WFC and WCWA to referee some of these matches. You sound like my kind of person here. I would like you a lot. <laughs> How do you think she would uh, she would handle uh, Sly Fox in the ring? Okay. Oh, I would love to see her handle Sly Fox in the ring. Sylvester so, J. Fox. Yes, know, I man. would That'd love. Be... Oh, I would love to see her handle Sylvester J. Fox. Yeah, yeah. You and I, Sandra, we need to team up, and you need to come to a show in Oklahoma or Arkansas, and. And I and I will personally introduce you to these wrestlers that I know and say, hey, you know, because our, our promoter for WFC, God bless him, he was actually wrestling at a show in Wichita, Kansas on Saturday night. And he now cannot wrestle for the whole month of June and maybe July because he ended up getting a dislocated AC joint in his shoulder. So he wow. is like not able to wrestle right now. Yeah, it does. Uh, but yeah, you need to come up to Oklahoma. And I'll introduce you to WFC. <laughs> oh, I would definitely have uh, there. Uh, Sandra Taylor's our guest here. We've got about uh, 13 minutes here left with you. So now I'm going to ask some uh, tough questions here for you. Oh, uh, boy. First one here they come. The, you know, the, the first He's going to ask you on a date. Watch out. Later. <laughs> the, first, the first question i got to ask is, you know, I ask all independent uh, superstars this question. No one has ever answered the same way, so I'm going to put it to you, two-part question. If you had the opportunity to get a trial with the WWE and sign that million-dollar contract, you know, because when you go to the WWE, they, they tell you, you can do this, you can't do this. You go there, you can't go there, you can't do this, you, you do what we tell you. But as an independent wrestler, you control your own destiny, do what you want. If they were to call you and offer you that contract, is that something, A, you like to do? Would you take that? And B, if you do get that deal, would you still be our friend and not make timeless and change your number so I can't call you? <laughs> I mean, she no, might do that I, anyway, Icon, but still. <laughs> no. no, B, I would not do that. A, uh, it, that's definitely a lot to think about. See, I have uh, an 11 year old, so that changes the whole perspective when it comes to uh, to job and money. Uh, but yeah, no, that is definitely something. Even though there be restrictions, when it comes to family, you'll do you'll do anything you can to support your family. So for me, I would, unless AEW is coming calling. Other than that, that's a different story. But yes, if it came to uh, WWE and NXT, that is something I definitely uh, would love to do. Just for uh, being able to also get out of the Canadian winter. Well, you know, um, now people are going to think that I'm going to be putting the show in the gutter here with these next two questions, but I can't help myself. Oh, (laughs) jeez. First one, uh, as as a redhead, I don't know if you've ever heard this term that all redheads have the fire down below. Have you ever heard that term? (laughs) Never heard heard it put that way. Okay, well, okay, that's one. Now, there was a, a, a video uh, there's a video now. There's a a video I saw of you. Now I'll understand if you don't want to answer this question. I'll understand that. Uh, and no, I'm not going to ask you out right now. I'll call you later. 
uh, operators are standing by. Uh, <laughs> there was a match that you were in that you kind of had uh, like a, a kind of like a wardrobe malfunction. What happened during that match? Because I noticed it. Did you did you notice it? And what happened? Well, I would hope she noticed it. It's her it's her wardrobe. Oh, was it uh, my zipper on my shirt? Yeah, yeah, that one, yeah. Yeah, zipper broke. Yeah. I thought there'd be be more excitingness to that tale, but uh, nothing. (laughs) No, there's not much. Other than the fact that it was at a bar show. So that kind of, yeah. Now I have new shirts. Good. Well, that's family well, show. Well, I know. Well, or were you like, well, were you like, were you like, damn, we got to stop the match. My zipper broke, or did you just kind of like go to, go into it and like hope nothing else went awry? Well, oh no, I just was having like cleavage Icon, anyway. Let me ask you, Icon, do you remember anything else about that match other than her zipper breaking? Yes, I do. I remember. Oh, okay. I'm surprised. That, I'm actually kind of shocked. <laughs> what yeah, what else do you remember? She she had to uh, she had to do a couple one two three counts. Because if I remember correctly, <laughs> I don't remember anything about the Super Bowl that one year other than Janet Jackson's malfunction. So I, I wouldn't have blamed you had you said no. But I got it. All right. You're an honest man. Well, I, I, I like it. I, I, I have I have uh, I have more class than that. We have uh, Sandra Taylor with us. We got about nine minutes left here, uh, just so uh, we can uh, get this out there for you. If our fans wanted to, you know, follow you and check you out, you got a Facebook, you got an Instagram, you got a Twitter, you got a YouTube, you got a Twitch, you got a GoFundMe. What do you got? Well, I have Facebook, and that's Sandra Taylor at IHW. Also, Instagram is Sandy Sunshine ninety six, and my Twitter is Sandy Sunshine eleven. Now, you know, you mentioned that you know you're you're a natural uh, natural redhead, but you like to dye your hair. Uh, uh, now, do you um, when, when you're doing that, do you do you do that yourself, or do you go to a, a hairdresser and you say you want the darkest red color? What 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 goes into your decision on that? Actually, no, I have a hairdresser who creates, he's Lebanese and he creates these beautiful colors, these beautiful reds that it goes with the the seasons. So in the summertime, I'm going to go uh, lighter red. So in the sun, it really shines. And then in the winter, I usually go a little bit darker towards the purple because of the snow up here. It actually gleams off the snow. Huh. That, that is beautiful. That is awesome. See, I've, I've never heard that. Because, uh, you know, like me... Well, I got that's because you've hair. never had anything but black hair, Icon. That's why. <laughs> well, yeah, I get black hair, you know. I mean, you know, there's yeah. nothing wrong with black hair. At least it, it's still got all its pigments. It, pigments. It's not turning gray. But uh, Sandra Taylor's our guest here. we got uh, seven minutes here left. Um, if our fans that are listening wanted to uh, check you out that are listening right now, uh, do you know when your next show is, where it is, when it is, uh, how many matches you're be refereeing, and are tickets available, and how would they get tickets if they wanted to? Yes, the next match uh, will be June 27th, and it's going to be a bar show, uh, Doolittle's Bar, and it's for VCW. 
and I'll be wrapping probably uh, three to four matches. That's uh, usually a good show. It's an adult show, um, mm. and I'll be wearing my new shirts for that one, so it'll be a good <laughs> show. Now, you said then, ECW. Then, what, what does that particular ECW stand for? Victory Championship Wrestling. Oh, VCW. I thought you said ECW. Yeah, sorry, VCW. Sorry, VCW, yes. They're based out of Halifax, Nova Scotia. Nova so Scotia. Uh, uh, eh? Now, uh, we, uh, you know, I've already, I already know that uh, you, you sent us some uh, autographs and stuff, so I don't have to beg for those. Uh, and I already have your phone number, which is also really cool. But uh, when you when you uh, are refereeing, uh, <coughs> you try and uh, get yourself booked uh, a couple times a week, every other week, a couple times a month, uh, as often as you can. How often? As often as I can. Uh, usually whenever anything comes up, I'll take the bookings no matter usually where they are, and then I try to coordinate travel around uh, different places. So Now, when you travel, been, you know, you mentioned – I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but, you know, you mentioned when you, you, know, you travel and you got a little one, do you, uh, do you bring your, uh, your little one with you too on the road? or? Uh, when it's our own shows, uh, the company that I own, IHW, he comes with us because he actually works for, for myself. He's been working for me for, for years now. Now, when I go and ref, no. Those are usually, uh, we're in, there's usually five of us in a car. We're traveling. Um, yeah, it's not it's not the place for, for a little one. And, uh, you know, you mentioned that you own IEW, uh, and that stands for? Oh, IHW, it's uh, Innovative Hybrid Wrestling. See, I, I, I can't hear today. I'm sorry. I, I, you I, can I, never hear. I apologize. But how many wrestlers do you have on your roster? So I think uh, about 17. Now, would you hook us up with any of those to be on our show or our Sunday show? Oh, yes. Definitely. Most definitely. Um, I have my business partner, who is also uh, one of our wrestlers. He's actually an international wrestler, uh, Brody Steele. He six uh, 6'10". I have a British giant who's six foot nine, twenty-two years old, Charlie Winston. I have wow. our champ who's six foot five from PEI, Cowboy Mike Hughes, who's been in the business twenty years. I have our previous champ and our top heel, uh, Titus. He's been in the business probably about fifteen years now. So yeah, we okay, have quite a You got to hook us up with Titus just for Granny's sake. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk some smack to somebody. <laughs> yeah, Douglas uh, Dork insisted that I help him in the ring yesterday, and I refused to. So, wow. about uh, three minutes here before we wrap this up, but uh, you know, Sandra, I'll tell you what—if you could hook us up with any of those guys, uh, you know, like you know, you mentioned Brody. Uh, is he? Uh, does he take his name after Bruiser Brody at all? No, not at all. No, you'd okay. have to. I'll send you a picture of him. You'll understand once you see him. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. If you could, uh, uh, I don't know if you want uh, to pass my my number to them. They can text me or uh, give them my uh, have them contact have them contact <coughs> Facebook Messenger, and then I'll get them on the show. Yes, perfect. 
and if they're, if they're mean to me, I'm going to tell them that uh, I'm going to talk to you, and then you will disqualify <laughs> them because I told you. <laughs> Perfect. Awesome. Uh, well, Sandra Taylor's our guest here. Uh, we got a few minutes left here uh, uh, before she goes back to her uh, training. You know, the, you got to do those wrist exercises for the one, two, three. Uh, you guys have any other questions before with Sandra before we cut her loose for the the night? No, but just thank you for being on the show. And I sent you a message on Facebook, Sandra. I sent you, a, Granny sent you a friend request, and I told you in the message what my real name was is on Facebook. So I sent you a friend request. So I really enjoyed talking. I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed talking to you. You, you as well. I'll definitely be. Uh, give me a few minutes there, and I'll check my messages. Yeah, okay, Sandra, that's fine. Don't uh, if if you don't accept her friendship, she will hit you with her cane. No, I will not. <laughs> I can't do not lie to this woman. I will not do that to her. She sounds she like a really might. nice lady. She no, I, I might hit Icon with my cane for being so honry, but you know, so no, yeah. I wouldn't do that well, to you, Sandra. I promise. I, I'm so, I'm, well, look, I don't have to worry about that. I'm still waiting for those cookies you promised me. But anyway, I know, well, I know, I, and I've been very busy. <laughs> Let's <laughs> well, stick together. Come on now. You. We thank you for being on our show, and uh, we love having you. And uh, if we didn't scare you away too much, we hope to have you on again. Thanks, Sandra. Oh no, I, oh thank you. No, I enjoyed being on. And anytime. All right, thank you, Sandra. Have a great day. Sandra yeah, Taylor, you too. gentlemen, the the fiery redhead in the ring for the one, two, three. Yes, she is. Uh, I'll tell you what, guys. You got to take it for a little bit. Uh, I'm going to call our next guest uh, because she's. Give me one UK. sec. Icon. <coughs> Icon. Icon, you there? What? <clears throat> yeah. I need your help with something. You know what's? Do you know what's a little irritating to me? Um, I went to go make my food, um, and use the bathroom real quick, and uh, came back, and the match was over. Uh, did Did Bliss and Nikki Cross win the belts or no? No, because Bailey came out. Oh, so Bailey won as a disqualification. Yep. Yep. Ah, uh, that sucks. All right. No worries. Okay, right, carry on. And then uh when I uh when I get in we'll go right into it, okay? Hold on, guys. <clears throat> okay. So anyways, Grady. <clears throat> yeah, like so look at this. Daniel Bryan and Seth Rollins are in the ring right now. Um, this this is a hell of a match. I, I, I think I like this. I think that, you know, um Seth Rollins and Daniel Bryan uh is a better match uh than um you know, like the the Seth Rollins and Kofi Kingston was one, despite them both being champions. Mhm. I agree. I agree. I just yeah, I think I've Daniel Bryan of, I I I've watched some of Raw tonight, but I like I said, I since I'm here at my mom's I she Wanted to switch the channel, which was fine, you know. I'm, I'm not no, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's so. No, no worries. You know, so that's I, why I, definitely I decided think that, to go ahead and call in the show tonight. So. Oh well, well, we appreciate that. Um, no, I, I definitely think that, um, Daniel Bryan is, you know, as much of a jerk as he's become in his new persona. I mean, in the yeah. ring. Yeah, but in the ring, Daniel Bryan is 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 fire. He's money. I mean, you have to admit, oh, yeah, Daniel is. Bryan is, is. is exciting. I, I agree. I, I, I agree. I mean, I really liked Daniel Bryant for a long time, and then, you know, he came on with this new character attitude thing, you know, but he's still, 
he's still one of the most talented wrestlers that WWE has. I mean, today. they kind of had to, though. I mean, he was getting a little stale. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I understand yeah. that, you know, the crowd likes the whole yes thing and all that, but, you know, it was getting to be a little much now. You know, it was getting to the point for me, if, if there's one thing WWE has done right recently, it was it was the change in Daniel Bryan because every time he would come out, you know, I'd be like, ah, all right, here we go. He's going to make some inspirational speech and get the crowd saying yes, that it's going to be the same damn thing every freaking time. And then he got hurt mm-hmm. again, and then I was like, oh, all right, good. I don't have to hear yes anymore, you know? And then and then he yeah. came back, and he was like this newfound heel, but he's not like mm-hmm. a heel heel, you know? He's like – Oh, yeah. He's like, he's like, he's like a, a, an intellectual heel, you know? He's like – I'm he's the bad guy because I'm smarter than you and I'm better than you at everything. He's not just a straight up like douche, you know, he's just straight up hey like guys. I'm better than you yeah. and this is why. So that's kinda why I like the character. What's up, Icon? Well, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna try and get our guests again. See, here's the thing. Our guest is in the UK and they're six hours ahead of us, uh actually five oh, hours. Geez, it's, actually, it's early morning over there. I know. She said it was fine. She said, that's why I have to call her. Uh, you know, she's six hours ahead of me, five hours ahead of you. I'm going to try her again. Uh, if not, we'll just have to wing it until uh, our our lingerie fighting championship gal calls in. So I'm going to try her one more time. Hopefully I can get a hold of her because uh, she said she was going to set her alarm, you know. And, uh, you know, she uh, when I booked her five months ago, she was here. And she uh, got a, a nice-paying gig in the U.K., so I, you know, you can't really turn that down, really. So I'm going to try calling. No, her no. And, and the pound sterling is worth more than ours <laughs> is now. So, you know, right. so it should be good. Right, yeah. Right back. Right, yeah, back. no worries. Okay. But um, but yeah. So, and and Daniel Bryan, like getting back on this, he he's got like that intellectual heel sort of a feel to him. So I yeah, I, I just I feel like he's he's one of those heels where like. You hate him because he makes you feel dumb. He makes you feel stupid about yourself. Like, he has this yeah. persona to him where you're just like, damn mm-hmm. it, you know what? He's right, and I hate him because he's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that, that's, yep. that's, what, he, yes, that's that, what he has that, about him. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah, yes. I, will have to put, I will have to specify to be trained that you are the president, the true president of the Alexa Bliss fan club, not Grant. Yes. And Edge, I'm a double president. <laughs> and Edge, well, he never yes. mentions Edge, but you know, but yeah. he, but he always teases me about because he does that because he knows that I don't like Alexa Bliss. So, uh, you know. well, hey, at least he's not saying you know the Baron Corbin fan club. Oh well, yeah, cause, well, neither one of us like boring Corbin at all. So oh, he would okay. never so, do that. Let's to not Grant. give me yeah, any we ideas, don't like, right? No, no, no. We don't yeah. like. He don't even like boring Corbin. So you know we're good oh, there. Okay, so, good, good. You know, but he likes Alexa Bliss. We're good there. He, yeah, he likes Alexa oh. Bliss. So oh, that's man. why he teases Who me doesn't? about her. That's why he teases me about her. <laughs> so, I mean, know, she's but, the best, yeah. in my opinion. My and not to knock, not to knock any of the other <clears throat> female wrestlers who have been out in the last ten or something years, but um. I think she's the best blonde superstar in terms of actual fighting um, yeah. since, Trish Stratus, since Trish Stratus. Oh, yeah. I, really I, I agree. I agree with that. I agree. No yeah. no, uh, no, no uh, count there. But, you know, I'll tell you what, Bailey, what an attitude change it seems like with her. 
you know. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Icon, it's similar to what um, Granny and I were talking about with Daniel Bryan when um, when you were trying to when you were trying to call the guest. Um, Daniel Bryan really, to me, had this whole like had this whole uh, persona of you know the whole yes thing and all that, and it was. It, it was cool at first, especially, you know, the whole thing in the ring with the McMahons when he had the whole crowd saying yes and he had the, the takeover and all. I mean, all that was pretty cool. But it got to the point, and it's unfortunate, but it got to the point where it was growing sour. And he wasn't getting the cheers anymore as much. And, and he wasn't, you know, it was just, it, it, it was, to me, Daniel Bryan was, was had run his course. And I I didn't really like him anymore. So now that they have Daniel Bryan back and doing this heel persona where he's, you know, he's, he's, I guess they don't like him because he's smarter than you. And that's why you hate him. That's what I was telling a granny. Well, same thing with Alexa bliss. Alexa bliss has that, that smug kind of, I'm the best because I say that I'm the best and there's really nothing you can do about it type of personality. And to me, that's, that's uh, I, I like it. I, I really do. I, I like everything Alexa Bliss does. Um, and right now, I'm kind of digging Daniel Bryan a little bit. Uh, you know, of course, I've always I've always been a heel fan. I really have. I've always been a fan of the heels. And you know, obviously with Edge, you guys know how much of a uh, of a dick he was during the Rated R era. Okay, but I but I loved him. And, and, and it's the same thing here with, with Daniel Bryan. I, I can see Daniel Bryan being a edge type of, you know, uh, of heel. And, and I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Well, you know what my favorite edge match of all time is? Um. Oh, he's had so many big ones. Well, what is it? Well, you know, this, that, this is when he uh, tagged uh, team with Sable against Mark Merrill and uh, – um, what was her name? Jackie. And uh, was this know, before uh, the rated R? This was before the rated R days, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah. that's when uh, Sable was running with the oddities. And the thing yep. is, when he did this, uh, when he did this, when he picked her up and he body slammed her right on top of Mark Merrill, that was just awesome, you know. You know, <clears throat> I I liked that edge. I, I liked original Edge where he was doing all the scary cameos with the face and uh, and the face would appear places and stuff like that and like and and then and then I liked Edge you know when he was in the time period you're talking about and I liked him in the Brood but then when he had the whole Edge and Christian he got corny he was the you know pause five seconds for the benefit of flash photography and blah 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 and all that it just kind of got to like all right this guy's kind of goofy you know. But honestly, when he turned to that rated R persona and he he was just you know, he was just um um I I'm trying to think of a word to, to use. I mean when he was just that much of a douche, uh, you know, and uh and, and he and him and Lita and you know, he would say things the things that he would say and do and all this, I, I just, I feel like there wasn't, in my opinion, during that time period, because Edge wasn't really an Attitude Era superstar because he was too young. Um, during his time period of being rated R from 05 to 2011, I really don't feel like, besides maybe Randy Orton, that there was a better heel 
during that time period. I really don't. I, I think that Edge's character really came into its own being a heel. And I think Daniel Bryan is on the same path. I think, you know, he, he did his whole thing. He did his, his yes movement and he did all this, but I really think just based on his look, his appearance, his in-ring style, you know, his, his voice, his actual real life, you know, education, um, and, and his smugness in real life, I definitely think Daniel Bryan can come more into his own as a heel. So, uh, like you said, when you tried to call the guest before I was telling Granny, the one thing WWE has done right in, in the past couple of years is, uh, is is turn this Daniel Bryan thing around and, and make it uh, make it a heel situation. I, I, I like it. I know a lot of people don't, but I, I like it. I, I think it's, you know, being a fan of heels because I find myself to be a heel, let's say a heel aficionado in a way. I've always been more attracted to the heels. I've always been more attracted to to the bad guy. And, you know, I know Granny doesn't like him, but I, I've always just found myself being more like, wow, you know, and like in awe of, you know, some of the stuff that the bad guys do. That's even why I, that's why I like Triple H even a little bit. So, um, I, uh, <clears throat> for, for being a, a heel aficionado, there are some corny ass heel gimmicks that I really just am not a fan of. And I'm just like, oh, geez, all right, well, he, yeah, he's a heel, but it, it, it's just corny. Uh, well, Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan's a good one. Daniel Bryan's a good one. The reason why well, Granny does the way the reason why Granny, you know, has to, you know, talk smack to the heels because I have been told on numerous occasions that I help make the show. I mean, like the show I went to yesterday in Fayetteville, Arkansas. I mean, this is like their fifth or sixth show. You know, they're 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 brand new. They're they're still, you know, they're doing like four or five matches a show, you know, and everything. They're getting their crowds are, you know, they're building their fan base. But I was specifically told yesterday by their PR public relations guy that you know they just hired, you know, to everything to help with, you know, a lot of the things. They said. Granny, you were amazing. And I mean, this one guy, he had never been to one of their shows. It was the first time he had seen one of their shows. And he said, Granny, I got to tell you, you were absolutely amazing. Where did they find you? They, that's what the guy asked me. Where did they find you? And I said, well, first of all, they didn't really find me. You know, I said, I came across them because I said, I know a lot of these wrestlers that wrestle for them because they wrestle for other shows that I go mm-hmm. to. You know, but it's like, he's like, where did they find you? You were fantastic. You were amazing. I mean, like this one guy, Max and Terrell Tempo, I call him Terrell Tempo. I call him Tempo Hippo. And Max, I call him Maxi, I call him Maxi Pad. And so they were talking bad about me. They were talking, they were talking bad about me yesterday. And so I told Malico, oh. I said, Malico, I said, they're talking bad about Granny. And he, he, you know, he said to his tag team partner, Dusty, he's like, Dusty, they're talking bad about Granny. We've got to take care of her. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. it, Granny so, does her thing, you know, I mean. So, Granny, by the way, just so you know, you saw the beginning of Raw, how Seth Rollins uh, attacked mm-hmm. Elias. And mm-hmm. then did you see when he went mm-hmm. after, um, e- e- did you see when he went after EC3 yeah, as well? Yeah, I saw, I saw him when he hit EC3, yeah, with his chair. Yeah, who, who I'm really surprised that Dixie Carter is allowing her son to be in WWE. But anyway, um, so 
regardless, um, all night long, anybody who agreed to be the referee for this match, Seth Rollins has been attacking with a chair. With chair. Yeah, well, yep. Seth Rollins just, yep. just beat Daniel Bryan. Uh, spoiler alert, by the way, if you guys want to wait till the end of Raw, you might want to just like go get a drink during this segment. But um, Seth, Seth Rollins just beat Daniel Bryan, and then you know your buddy Corbin there just came out and attacked him with a chair and just laid out uh, Seth Rollins in the middle of the ring, and Seth now Baron Rollins Corbin has chair. yeah, and now Baron Corbin has the title belt and is holding it up in the center of the ring. Oh, so, I got another question for you guys. Uh, interesting. Next- our, our, our guest is obviously not going to uh, make it. Uh, I'm sure she fell asleep. And, uh, Which is fine. Uh, I mean, dude, it, it's like 3 in the morning over there. You, you can't fault her. Well, I know, but, you know, that's you know, she, I, I talked to her earlier today, and, you know, she said, you know, just call me, and, uh, you know, we'll do the show. But I, I understand that. But, see, here's the, here's the thing. Uh, you know, they have the show, uh, and I know you guys have heard of it or watched it or both. Uh, you know, Total Bellas, right? Mm-hmm. Now, uh, you know, and then, you know, if you want to talk about a show that breaks kayfabe, that does. Here's my question to you guys. With okay. the fact that uh, Daniel Bryan is uh, a, a staple on that show because of who he's married to, how do you think that's going to play out when, uh, he, you know, he reels the fact that, oh, yeah, uh, uh, they're turning me heel, and I got to start acting like this and doing this. You know, I mean, we all know that kayfabe is dead, but uh, what do you think? <clears throat> well, wait, how is how is kayfabe dead? Well, they're gonna break the fact that he's you know he's really a nice sweet guy. He's just playing a you know a heel. You know. Well, okay, okay, okay. That being said, here's a well, kind of Adam an example. Well, Adam Copeland is a nice guy. I mean, Triple H is a nice guy in real life, you know. <laughs> well, is, so. and, and here and, and 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 Icon, do not get mad. Do not get mad when Granny says this, okay? Because I know how mm-hmm. you feel about this person. But one of my good friends, um, actually, B Train and Kurt Gannon have been extras on WWE in the past. And this came straight from Kurt's mouth when I saw him Friday at at WFC. Uh, B-Train had to work, so he couldn't make it the trip with, with Kurt. But he said he was telling us about different wrestlers, you know, that were, like like he said, Alexa Bliss, one of the sweetest people mm-hmm. you, you'd ever meet, you know. But her character, you know, she's like, you know how she is, you know. Um, and, and he said, okay, Kevin Owens, okay, is a really nice guy in real life. I, don't I mean, care. really super nice guy. I know he you does, don't, care. don't care. I know you don't care. <laughs> I know you don't care, Icon. But, 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 I mean, you know, and and the Miz. He's oh my God! Who the hell cares? Right and the the Miz the Miz is a super nice guy. Now somebody know, that look, he I know said the Miz is a great guy. I know the but, I, I I know the Miz is a great guy. But here's the well, thing. Well, he said Kevin. Kevin Owens, he, I know Kevin Owens. But I'm just well, no. Hold on. Let me make my point. Okay. Kevin okay. Owens may be a nice may be a nice guy, and I don't care. I'm still gonna I'm still gonna punch the creep in the in the face if ever I see him live. <laughs> So oh boy. if the WWE is smart, 
they will not have him come to North Dakota and Fargo because I'm going to take him out. I don't care if he's a nice guy, bad guy, jackass. Um, but now you know what's funny? I I think it's ironic in in the sense of the word that you say that kayfabe is dead. Um, because obviously, for anybody that's listening to this show, uh, this is kayfabe. Because I think Icon knows that if he actually does attack Kevin Owens, he's gonna end up uh, he's gonna end up in, in the shiny handcuffs. So I, I definitely think that Icon, we know that you're not really going to attack Kevin Owens. Um, so I'm how not, can Kayfabe be dead when you're doing Kayfabe right now? I'm not. No. Why? Why would you really attack him, dude? That's like you guys. You guys. <laughs> you think I'm kidding? Yes. <laughs> I'm not. Uh okay. I mean, okay, well, but I, but okay, but here if Granny here, and I gotta do an the example. show, if Granny and I gotta do the show alone because Icon's in jail, we'll know what happened. <laughs> but 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 here but here here's an example of somebody that always looks like he's the nice guy, but is a real jerk. And he said John Cena is a real jerk. Really? Yeah. Hey, speaking he of that. He, Speaking of that, you know, you you bring you bring up John C being a jerk. Now I've heard that. As a matter of fact, really? I heard that they said you know they said he he gets. This is what Kurt said. He gets paid to you know put on the nice the nice guy at you know attitude basically you know I mean whatever he's doing you know. Now personally, okay, I've always been a big fan of John Cena. I've never met John Cena. Okay, I don't know if that's yeah, true or not. Yeah. I'm just going by what, but. I do know, you know, like I said, Kurt and and B Train have been extras on WWE before. You know, hmm. I've had many of my wrestling friends. I mean, matter of fact, when they were in Kansas City here a few weeks ago, several of my wrestling friends from WFC were actually extras on the Usos block party. Mr. Saturday Night Michael Berry was there. The Iceman was the DJ. Skylar Slice was there. Queen Erica, Prince Mahali, uh, you know, several of my several of my wrestling buddies were extras for that Usos block party there when they were in Kansas City. Well, you know the, the thing. The thing is, you know, the thing about John Cena is. You know, I've I've seen the guy, and he, you know, here's the thing. He he may be a jerk in public. That that's you know that's fine. Everybody has a right to be that. But here here's the thing. I've heard that from a former guest on this show that he can be a that he is a jerk. Uh, and you know, I don't know if you guys, um, you know, he asked me not to mention it, so that's why I didn't ask him when he was All on right. the show. But uh, this individual. Uh, he has mentioned that he can be uh, a jerk, and uh, hey. he he has nothing to do with him at all. You know, uh, and who, who is it? Going in about eleven minutes. Uh, well, I'll tell you, he's uh, he's been a guest within the last month. That's all I'll say. Okay, all right. No, I I don't need names, especially if he specifically asked not to. I don't want to be that guy, you know. So that's fine. But right. Because uh, hmm. uh, he can uh, he can bring us some uh, good people to show, so we don't want to we don't want to uh, mess that chance up. So, man, that's fine. So, but anyway, I, um, you so, guys. Yeah, but that's uh, actually disappointing, though, Granny. 
What's that? That, 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 that John Cena is a jerk because well, he's, one of, those guys, he's one of those guys where you want him, you want him to be nice, you know, like you want him to yeah, be, yeah. You know, and that's just what, you know, and that's just what, you know, my friend, that's just what my friend told me, you know, and I mean, and I've had, oh, I'm, other not saying I'm not saying your friend is wrong. I've had other wrestling friends that have been extras on WWE. One of my good wrestling buddies from Texas, um, he actually, uh, he got to, he got to wrestle, um, uh, his name is Americos, and he actually, because this, because I was actually laying in the hospital bed on my birthday, August 29, 2016, and my good friend Americos was actually wrestling against Braun Strowman. And I woke up, and I said, hmm. David, David, wake up. Look who's on look who's on Monday Night Raw. It's Americos. And I said, I know I'm highly medicated, you know, with pain medication here, but I said, look, Americos is on TV. And I actually hmm. talked to Americos the next time I saw him at WFC. And I said, what was it like to wrestle against Braun Strowman? And he says, he came to me after the match and patted me on my shoulder and said, thanks for making me look good, kid. <laughs> you know, I mean, he threw him around like a rag doll. I kid you not, guys. I mean, Americos is not a very big, very tall wrestler, but he's very good at what he does. Uh, now, yeah. Americos has kind of, you know, stepped down from wrestling for a while. But now, on the other hand, my good friend Barrett Brown, who also wrestles out of Texas, he has really, I mean, he has been extras on WWE. He got thrown by Braun Strowman over a barrier thing onto the um, the, the table, you know, like backstage, you know, and mm-hmm. everything. And then he was part of the WWE Hall of Fame. He was he came out when the Dudleys were that when the Dudleys got installed, you know, in, in this, you know, in, you know, in the Hall of Fame. He came yep. out to tell them that it was time to wrap up their speech, you know, and they threw him. They threw Barrett through a table. <laughs> they threw Barrett Brant, my my good friend Barrett Brown through a table. Now, he, yeah, but, but again, know. there's that word that Icon doesn't seem to think is real. That's that word kayfabe again. Kayfabe. I, mean, I know, you know. I know. But yeah. I know. But but Barrett I'll tell you what, is though, really. I don't I think mean, there's a better my, my, team my, finisher, honestly, than than than, than the 3D. So tell me that there's yeah. a better team finisher, or t- team finisher than 3D. Oh, I don't know. I I, I 3D, heart 3D heart is amazing. Is. The heart attack. What's but that? anyway, oh, well, okay. but yeah, the heart but, attack was good too. 3D but, was but just devastating, good, though. But my good friend, my good friend Barrett Brown. I mean, I've known him uh, when he first started wrestling for TCW back several years ago. He's been in the business ten plus years, you know. And I tell you, he has been out to the dojo out in Los Angeles for New Japan wrestling a couple of and different our times. Mm-hmm. Gone, guys, so we got to go to her. All right, we will. Okay. One second, Granny. Just finish up that story real quick. Uh, no, 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 no. That that's fine. That's fine. Go ahead. You're good. Okay. All right. Uh, they are on uh, 780 number icon. Yep. Yep. All righty. I'm going to go to mute, let you do your. All, All right. right. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. She is the hottest member of LFC, the lingerie fighting championships. And hey, she looks pretty good in underwear too. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you. <laughs> Jen, rep. Hey, Jen, how are you? 
Hi, this is Jen. I'm the real deal rep, and you're listening to Attitude Era Live with hosts The Icon, The Big Swing, and Granny Hulkster. I'm doing so good. How are you guys doing? We're good. Was that not the best interim introduction you've ever had? (laughs) Pretty great. I'm pretty excited about it. Awesome. Well, I'll tell you what. uh, The real deal is our guest here. Uh, She's going to take us up to the end of the show. we got uh, 49 minutes. Hopefully uh, we don't upset you or scare you away within that time, but we're going to go right into it. Hopefully you don't upset her or scare her away, Icon. I think Granny and I will be fine. (laughs) All right. Well, well, we'll start, and then we'll kind of go around the room, then we'll come back to me, and I'll ask you the uh, the tough questions. But first off, uh, uh-huh. we want to ask you, uh, there is a, a, a Canadian singer, uh, kind of a little dork, uh, that uh, you want to you wanna fight, and you want to challenge this individual. We're going to let you put out that challenge now. Tell us who this dork is, and uh, how will you squash him? to rid him from all of us so we don't have to see this guy again. Um, so it's interesting you choose the word dork, which in the dex- dictionary actually means a whale penis. So I guess he's a small whale penis. Um, Justin Bieber, I would like to challenge you to a cage fight. Get in the octagon with me. Tom Cruise, you uh, you backed away from that one. Are you going to back away from me? I'm, I'm bringing it. Are you ready to bring it? Well, Tom Cruise is... Tom Cruise doesn't really strike me as as much of a fighter. I mean, you know, so I, I'm not surprised no. about that. But I mean, why are you challenging him? You've got plenty of actual fighters that are are ready to throw down, <laughs> including hmm. myself. So, <laughs> when uh, let's say uh, you know he you know he is a Canadian punk, and everybody knows how. Uh, not to be confused with CM Punk. Uh, he is a Canadian punk, and everybody knows how I feel about most Canadians. Like Justin most. Bieber, you know, he's cute. He's like the winners in North Dakota. He's cute for a while, but then can keep his ass up in Canada. That's my commentary. <laughs> but let's say that he uh, decides to take the challenge. Uh, uh-huh. Where would you want to have it at? Uh, and uh, what kind of stipulations would you put in this match? I mean, I would love to have it as part of uh, an LFC event. We've got plenty of live shows happening this year. I mean, I've I've heard word that he's probably not going to be available schedule-wise in July, but we've got August, September, and October shows confirmed and booked at the Nerd in Las Vegas off of Fremont Street. So all he has to do is show up. I'll be there. Awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to kind of go around the room, and then I'm going to ask you uh, some some cool questions and some difficult questions. Uh, when you will go to granny in a second, uh, we'll lead into that. Well, you know, with all you, all you gals, and by the way, you know, I'm not just saying this cause you're, you're on, but you gals are the most beautiful gals in the world. You know, you got you, you got Onyx, uh, you got everybody. Uh, Oh yeah. When, when you're, when you're, doing the LFC thing, uh, and I know it's not the same as wrestling, but if you were to put this in the category, would you say that uh, you're a baby face, a heel, a, uh, a a crowd chooser, or are you an in-betweeny? I think I'm more of an in-between. I've kind of got my own style. I don't know. I, I haven't really... 
haven't really settled on on something yet. I, I would, I don't, I don't, I don't like to categorize myself too soon. You know what I mean? You don't want to, to pinhole where you're at. I like <laughs> yeah. to. We got uh, we got uh, Jen, the real deal rep, with us. Uh, Granny, uh, uh, meet Jen rep. What do you got for our guest? Well, hello. I you know I am Granny Holster, and I'm not a wrestler. I'm not a fighter. I'm just a huge fan of wrestling. Uh, <laughs> but how long how long have you been a fighter in this business? Uh, so professionally, I joined the LFC a year ago. I started off as a cage official. I just thought it was a really fun event to be a part of. I'd met the fighters and worked with a few of them before, and I've worked with the owner, Sean Donnelly, a couple times. And it just seemed like a really fun thing to do. And, I mean, I've been an athlete my whole life, and I'm a bodybuilder. I'm also actually competing this Saturday. I'm stepping on stage uh, for an amateur pro qualifier. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, and well, good naturally, luck. Good luck. Good luck Thank with you. That. Wrestling uh, was just a natural fit. I mean, I'm Jack, so I might as well fight someone at the same time. It's great. <laughs> what has been your most challenging fight you've ever been a part of, or most interesting fight? You can answer it either way. That's that's an interesting question. Um, Justin Bieber. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say my. <laughs> Not yet. Hopefully that'll top it. But I'm going to say the most challenging fight I've ever had is just a fight to, to be comfortable with myself and who I am. Um, I've worked really hard to self-care the last few years. I've actually, you know, was really depressed to the point of suicide about six years ago, just dealing with some trauma that occurred in my childhood. Oh my. And uh, since then I got into bodybuilding and fighting and, you know, recovering from sexual abuse trauma things like that it's just naturally as a woman it's something that you kind of it's it's fight or flight and I I don't want to run away I would rather I'd rather fight I am a fighter and you know Justin Bieber bring it I've (laughs) I face far bigger challenges than you and there'll be there'll be a lot more to come so you want to throw down challenge a real fighter (laughs) Not an actor. No, will you, well, will, will, you let, will you let me walk you to the ring? Oh man, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I'd love that. All right. Uh, we have uh, <laughs> in the real deal rep as our guest here. Uh, she's going to take us to the end of the show, so it doesn't matter how much time we got left. Uh, big swing. What do you got? Well, um, I was going to ask, sort of through your path, as to how you became a fighter and decided that, but you, you kind of went into that a little bit with us. Um, and, and granny, uh, asked you about the most challenging fight. So, um, I guess it would be this, this one would be, you know, from the lingerie fighting championships. Um, do you enjoy doing that or would you, are, are you trying to, you know, trying to get into like an MMA, you know, UFC type of field, or do you enjoy doing the lingerie um, aspect of it? I mean, the lingerie fighting is super fun. The girls are really cool. Like everybody's just a big family. Um, I trust the people that are involved. So I'd absolutely like to get involved in more leagues and I'm open to, to anything. It's just about working with the right people for me and people that I trust and people that, you know, see me and my potential and trust me and know that I'm going to show up and I'm going to bring it and I'm 
proven that to myself and everybody else that sees me, you know, I'm the real deal for a reason. And uh, if you don't believe me, just watch, you know? Well, you know, uh, I'm, I'm going to ask you uh, a few questions. Now, actually, uh, these are questions that were sent to me. Uh, now, they're not from me, so uh, they may sound like they're coming from me. Now, if, if you don't want to answer any of them, if you want to skip them, just say, what's the next question? So we'll kind of go into this. Uh, you know, if you don't want to, they're, they're not coming from me. They may sound like they're from me, but they're not. First question. All right. Sure. Uh, now, do you... Uh, your outfits in the ring. It's obviously lingerie. Now, do yes. designers uh, ask you and pay you to wear their garments, or do you buy your own? Is it a combination? That's the first question. Um, so we're trying to get more sponsorships. We're always open to working with anybody. If you've got a cool design and you want me to wear it, I would love to like represent and connect with other local or other artists really because I do see clothing and like lingerie as as an art form an expression and I'm all about that I think it's super fun it's a costume you know it's just what we are wearing and it's part of the fun um so far I've just been buying my own outfits and putting together what I like and I'm thrifty and I like to bedazzle things so it's been cool so far but I'm always open to like I said collaborating with other artists and showing off what they have now, if uh, fans wanted to, you know, uh, send you something to wear, uh, is that something that's off limits, or is that something that you consider? Send away. I can't promise that I'm going to, like, wear it or post a picture of me wearing it, but if it's interesting or it makes me laugh, I probably will. I'm I'm all about comedy. Um so yeah, it, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to say no. I I think that's super funny. <laughs> or it could be, or it could be disastrous. But it's an adventure either way. So let's let's bring it on. If you want, if you want me to wear something, if you want whatever, like send it. You could even send it to uh, LFC okay. headquarters, and and I'll it'll be sure to get passed on to me. Yeah, that uh, that came from uh, Sam seventy eight. So he's listening. So. Uh... Uh, I, I'm sure he just dropped well, his chin and tooth. Anyway, uh, uh, next question. As long as it's um, not too weird, but even if it is, it might be really funny. <laughs> uh, next um, question is uh, now, like I say, these don't come from me. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop saying that because you know it's not coming from me. But uh, we have a fan here, uh, Stan. In fact, the more you say it, the more I think they are from you. Anyway, I, I think they are. I think at least a couple of them you slipped in, but that's okay. <laughs> Uh, this comes from this comes from Stan. Uh, he wants to know uh, if you'd be willing to reveal what your measurements were. Uh, what my what my measurements are? I am five yeah. seven and a half, and yes, that's I don't know. I, I, I well, I, I think I, I think, I think he, he means my like, physical proportions, but yeah, that's like. It changes so much because I'm a fighter and a bodybuilder, and you know you're always working on your your fitness and your form. So it does change a lot. That was so definitely an icon was, question. I yeah, could, uh, I'm sure it was. Yeah. Uh, 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 <laughs> Jenna Real Deal Rep is our guest here. 
Uh, we have. I, I uh, look at it any size, so it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Whatever you want it to be, that's what it is. <laughs> all right, we have we have well, we have about uh, thir- thirty-eight minutes here left with uh, Jen, real deal rep. Uh, another fan question, and then uh, we'll move on to our questions. Uh, when you're wrestling uh, or fighting in lingerie, per se, uh, do you ever worry about uh, uh, wardrobe malfunctions or? Uh, uh, this is my question, uh, like wardrobe malfunctions, or I don't know if you ever saw the movie Stripes, where uh, yeah. John Candy is uh, Candy mud wrestling, wrestling. and uh, <laughs> things came off. Do you ever worry about stuff like that? Has that ever happened? Or I mean, what's it your happens. You, you should probably tape your bits, like nipple tape, like black electrical tape is good. It's your friend. Um, and just in case anything does malfunction and you don't want to expose everybody. Other people are free the nipple. It's fine. I mean, uh, you're fighting and you're not wearing a lot of clothing. It happens in the WWE as well. Like the, those guys, people have seen their balls before. You know, it, it happens. It is something that I that I do think about when choosing my outfits and I'll, I'll maybe do a workout or roll around in, in what I'm wearing and make sure things aren't popping out everywhere um, as best as I can. But, you know, it is, it's just a natural body. And if, if things happen, they happen. It's, it is what it is. <laughs> and uh, this is uh, an icon ego question. Uh, I, I oh, think we knew there'd be one. <laughs> Well, I, I thought you may. I think you may have seen it. Maybe not. But uh, the icon made you a cool collector's card. Uh, if you saw mm-hmm. it, what did you think of that? Oh, I love it. It's great. The, uh, awesome. the one of me walking out. Yeah, yeah. About you? Yes, I love it. It's great. That's awesome. Such, that's that was my first that's fight me in to LFC you. too. So like, it's great. <laughs> That that that's for me to do because I love you. Uh, I so uh, we'll uh, we'll kind of go around the room again, then we'll we'll come back to me. Uh, Granny, big swing. You guys uh, go ahead. What do you got? Um, well, I really don't have anything else, Icon. I think we. I mean, I covered pretty much everything that I wanted to ask. So because I have I have tons more questions. I don't want to take over the whole show. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, by big all swing. means, man. Do your thing. Maybe okay. we'll spark right. more questions. Okay. Well, sure. Uh, now, you guys uh, just recently uh, added uh, a friend of ours uh, to the uh, to your um, crew, uh, to your team, uh, Onyx. Uh, mm-hmm. Have you uh, had a chance to uh, spar with Onyx or meet Onyx yet? Unfortunately, not yet, but it's really exciting to have, like, such – a powerful woman join the team or, you know, join the league really. Um, I'm not sure which team she is yet, pink or black, but either way, if I get to fight against her or fight with her, I'm just excited to learn. So I think it's just really cool. No, you can't tell her I said this, but here's Uh two ways. Totally telling her. Oh, okay. Well, here's two ways to get on a good side. (laughs) First off, tell her you loved her in Spider-Man. Okay. Okay, and two, tell her, did you know I'm friends with the icon like you are? And you guys will have tons of stories that you can share. Perfect. Awesome. There you <laughs> go. That's how you get on your good side. Uh, well, I don't know about the icon thing, but the Spider-Man thing, definitely. I loved her in Spider-Man okay. when she was the ballet for um, 
Macho Man Randy Savage in that movie. Nice. I don't I don't recall that. Like the new Spider Man? No, no, the old one with Tobey Maguire. Okay. What about I it? watched that one high school. Well, when he, when he was in the cage, when he was in the cage match, when he was trying to win the car, uh he was up against Macho Man Randy Savage and she was one of his valets that brought him to the ring. Okay, you have way okay. too much free time. That is a cool well, cameo. I, I didn't know yeah. about that. That's awesome. I I, I love awesome Spider-Man when Macho when Macho Man ran says, "He breaks you, I got you for 3 <laughs> minutes." You know, okay. Anyway, so <laughs> Good lord. We, we have uh, we have Jen the real deal rep here. We got um no thirty three minutes here left or before they kick us off. Now when uh, is your when is your next match? Because we're I know that uh Bieber is gonna tuck tail in uh you know uh uh you know uh, not show up but uh uh, you guys, uh, take the show. Ask a question. I got a call coming in from our previous guest. Hold on one second. You guys take the show here. Hold on a second. Mm-hmm. Oh, Icon's a uh, busy man. Popular. Yeah, super popular. I guess uh, so. So when's my next match? Like, I, he's probably not going to show up in July, so I'm just going to keep training. I'm in prep mode for all these bodybuilding competitions that I'm doing right now. Um, and I'll be done that in August. So the soonest next fight I could do is August 15th in Las Vegas, and then possibly September or October 30th. So and uh, do you know who that's going to be against? Coming up. I have no idea yet. The matchups haven't been decided. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay. Now, uh, uh, I said that we were going to have you on till you know the rest of the show, and uh, you know uh, I'll understand if you're upset if you don't want to go to the end of the show. But uh, our, our guest that was supposed to be on before you uh, uh-huh. is wants to come on. If you if you know if you want to stay on for the next thirty minutes, you can, or it's up to you. Um, it's it's really up to you. It's like if you guys. Want to talk to the other guests? That's cool. I got cardio to do anyway, <laughs> so I'm good to go. Um, unless you have more questions, okay, you, and, yeah. You 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 you'll still like me, right? I still love you guys. I appreciate you having me on the show. All right. Uh, well, real quick here, so our fans can keep track of you. Uh, if you um, if our fans wanted to keep track of you, do you have a Facebook? You got an Instagram? You got a YouTube? You got a Twitter? You got a Twitch? You got a GoFundMe for lingerie? What do you got? I've got uh, Instagram mostly. It's uh, Jen, J-E-N-N dot R-E-P-P. So J-E-N-N dot R-E-P-P at Instagram. And I've got Facebook set up for a fan page for Jen Rep. And I've got also a page set up for Curls for the Girls, which is the documentary featuring me as I prep and compete in bodybuilding competitions. And it also features the lingerie fighting, and it'll show a bunch of behind-the-scenes of a bunch of feature films I've worked on in the last nine months. So uh, very and when, does that, when is that due to be released? It'll be 2020 release, summer. Uh, would you be willing to uh, stay in contact with me so we can have you back on before the release and we can get more people <laughs> interested in it? 
hundred percent. Awesome. And then, uh, now, uh, I, I probably have to go through, uh, your main guy there, but you think you might be willing to, uh, if you can, uh, send us a few autographed copies for giveaways. Sure. I'm actually meeting with the owner of the lingerie fighting championship, uh, tomorrow, Sean Donnelly. So I'll, I'll talk to him about getting some, some autographs and giveaways and prize packs for you guys. All right, and let Sean Donnelly know that uh, we love everything he does for us. And uh, I know I'm a pest because I, I, like, email him and call him every single day. Uh, But since he's a guy, he can't put a restraining order on me. You can. I understand if you do. But uh, we we do thank you for joining us, and you've been awesome. And uh, get to that cardio and uh, be thinking of – be thinking of Justin Bieber when you slam down the weight because just think the floor is his head. <laughs> All right, will do. Thanks so much. Have a good night. Thanks, Jen. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Okay, guys, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go right to our guest, uh, and then we'll take her up to the end of the show. All right, guys? Works for me. All right, here we go. One sec. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. She is the only burlesque dancing wrestler in the history of the squared circle. And she really knows how to get busy with a grinder. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the late Calamity Kate. Hello. Sorry that I'm late. Oh, my God. It was one of those, like, I'm just going to close my eyes for a couple seconds. And then, was that not the best you know, in ring introduction you've ever had. It was amazing. Thank you. Awesome. So, uh, real quick here, so we get this in. Uh, I sent you a, a, a liner to read. We're going to do ahead and do that now. Then we'll uh, uh, take your interview up to the end of the show. Oh, perfect. Okay. Here we go. Five, four, three, two. Oh wait, give me one second. Oh, I'm sorry. pulling it up right here. Sorry. Okay. All right, yep. here we go. Ready? Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, this is Calamity Kate. You're listening to Attitude Era Live with your host, the icon, the big swing, and Granny Hulkster. Awesome. So uh, what we'll do is I'll ask a few questions, then we'll go around the room, then we'll uh, come back to me and uh, we'll ask you a few things. But I'll tell you what, I've been watching videos of you uh, on Instagram, and the first question I'm going to ask right out of the shoot: What is the deal with you and the grinder on your crotch? What is the deal with that? What's going on? <laughs> um. Well, there's a grinder that I have that I sometimes grind on my crotch. Sometimes I grind it, grind it on my metal bra, or like on my midsection. <clears throat> And um, I don't know, man. I'm just, you know, I'm I'm so tough that like I can just grind sparks off of me. Did did you did you uh, hear about uh, what happened when uh, Michael Jackson got sparks? Uh, do you ever worry about this? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I started wearing glasses now to protect my eyes, but um, I don't know. I've done it so many times that I don't get worried about it anymore well i'll tell you what it's it's the hottest thing i've ever seen and talk about girls with fire down below you. you have it uh 
know, my next question is, uh, you know, you are a burlesque dancer, which is really interesting, and you also are a wrestler. Uh, yeah. What came first? Burlesque came first. Actually, burlesque is kind of how I got into wrestling. Um, through a show in Vancouver called Glam Slam, it, where they mix wrestling and burlesque performances. Um, and so I started performing there with my troupe, the Lost Girls. And then they wanted some of us burlesque girls to like jump in the ring and do something. So they asked us to come to train. And I was like, I don't know. Uh, I thought, why not? Okay, I'll go. And then, like, the second I got in the ring and started doing stuff, I was like, where has this been my entire life? Like, I cannot believe I'm just discovering this right now. Um, I loved it so much. And so that's kind of how it started. And so now I, I incorporate some, like, burlesque and dancing into my wrestling because, for me, that's how I use my body. So uh, now, when you wrestle, uh, would you consider yourself a a babyface, a heel, an in betweeny, or are you uh, what the crowd uh, picks you that night? Uh, well, it just depends how I'm feeling that night or who I'm wrestling. You know, if they piss me off enough, I can come out and be really, really mean. Uh, so I would say I'm an in betweeny, but. Um, yeah, I, when I'm if when I'm having a nice day, then you know I'm I'm happy, <laughs> and so uh, the crowd usually loves that. Uh, Calamity Kate is our guest here. We got about 24 minutes left. Well, Granny, she said that she can be mean. What do you have for our guest uh, on her mean side? Well, first of all, hello. Um, I'm I'm Granny Holkster. I'm not a wrestler, but I'm a big, huge fan of the sport, Hi. and I do like talking smack to the heels and to the bad guys and bad girls of wrestling. I mean, I can Granny can talk some pretty good smack to people. So, okay. I guess one of my one of my questions: How long have you been a wrestler? I know you said you started the burlesque first, but how long have you been in the wrestling business? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I've been yeah, doing burlesque for, for like 11 years and wrestling for um, like only three years. Okay. Okay. What has been your most interesting wrestling match you've ever been a part of? Um, ooh. Well, uh, one match I did was um, me and Clark Connors signed with New Japan now uh, we were cavemen versus scientists from the future like robotic oh, wow. scientists <laughs> wow that was really that fun that sounds interesting yeah that sounds fun wow that sounds like you could have Doc Brown as a referee <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm sorry I don't know why I said that uh, we we have Calamity Kate as our guest here. We got uh, 23 minutes here left, and we're gonna take her till the end of the show or till they kick us off the air. But uh, yeah, baby. Uh, big. It'll uh, probably be it'll, it'll probably uh, be the big, second one, but okay. Uh, a uh, big swing is uh, is up next. Uh, uh, what do you got, man? She's pretty hot. What do you got? Uh, well, I mean, I guess take us through the history of like how did you get into wrestling? Why did you decide to get into this 
particular profession and like kind of did you have any uh role models or people you know in the business you looked up to you know coming up or when you were a kid or just like how how'd you get to where you are or why'd you decide to okay cool um yeah I feel like I didn't decide to do it I feel like it hooked me and I I didn't have a choice anymore if that Mm. makes any sense like I feel like oh of course yeah I don't feel like it's a conscious decision. I feel like it's something that's like subconscious or something that's like greater than me. So I don't know like why I decide decided to do it only that I love it so much. I love the sport. I love the people, everyone that I've met, all the opportunities it's given me to travel. And, um, and, but when I was growing up, this is really funny. <laughs> my sister just started wrestling um, not too long ago, like a couple months ago. And um, growing up, she was the one who was obsessed with wrestling. And I was, I kind of made fun of her because <laughs> I didn't, I just didn't really get it. I was like, you know, like an early teenager or like, you know, almost a teenager. And like, I thought I was so cool. And, why wrestling um but I do remember like watching it sometimes with her and even like before that um growing up in Alberta uh being like a huge fan of the Hart family uh-huh who are one of our sponsors by the way yeah awesome yeah they were just such a big deal for us because you know they came from Alberta as well um, and they were so amazing and still are. Um, and, uh, um, like one of my earliest wrestling memories is this Hulk Hogan bubble bath that we had when we were really, really young. And we used to play, it was like a Hulk Hogan figurine and you like twist the head off and like there was bubble bath like within the body. And so like we would play with him and my cousins had little, WWF at the time figurines and um, so I guess those are some of my earliest memories of wrestling. I remember those. I uh, well, you remember everything. I believe. Yeah, I believe it came in Hulk Hogan, uh, the Ultimate Warrior. uh, Yeah. uh, Let's see. I think Andre the Giant and Jake the Snake Roberts. I think. Well, Icon uh, or not Icon. uh, Calamity. Uh, now, Icon says you're overseas in, uh, I believe it's it's the UK. Uh, I mean, w- w- what are you doing over there? Yeah, according me here in the UK. <laughs> well, that's that's I don't blame. I'm running her. for you from you guys, but I can't seem to get away from you. <laughs> um, yeah, I just wrestled two shows out here. Um, uh, the night. Wait, last night? Oh, my gosh. Uh, last night I wrestled for um, British Empire Wrestling. They had a big women's tournament, uh, and it was so much fun. Um, and then the night before then, just outside of London, um, I wrestled with uh, Casey Spinelli. Mm. Oh, we've talked to her. Yeah, she's cool. And, uh, you know... Uh, for those, for us, for our fans that are listening that think that it, it's the same thing, but I know it's not. Can you tell us what the difference between burlesque and being a burlesque dancer and being a stripper is? Oh yeah, 
there isn't a difference. <laughs> well, no, there is. Um, but the thing is, like, we both strip our clothes off to music, for money, for entertainment, to fulfill a fantasy. Um, but, like, uh, one of the differences is for, like, with stripping, maybe you're fulfilling more of, like, a men's fantasy, whereas burlesque, maybe you're fulfilling more of your own fantasy. Um I don't know. I mean, with burlesque, it's about music. It's about story. It's about costume. It's about character. Um, it's really theatrical. I guess that's a big difference between like what you would call stripping, like, like um, peeling in a club um, and burlesque. Um, and like a lot of the burlesque performers, they're mainly there. Like you're getting paid obviously, and it's a job, but, you're you're like doing each performance kind of more for yourself in a way. Um, I don't know. I, is there really a big difference? I don't really know. Some people call it more like classy stripping. I don't know. Hmm. I love both of them. I love. I have like mad respect for girls that work in clubs. Um, it, my parents but, owned a strip club growing up, so. <laughs> But but also you know uh, burlesque dancing though aren't aren't you like covering up the main oh well you're covering up your nipples with pasties or n- nipple tassels so that's the difference and then you're always like spinning your tassels at the end usually hmm. oh, and well, you're that's... wearing like a g string in Canada peelers get naked. Wow. I got to get up there to see that. I might start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of curious also, you know, uh, on your Instagram, uh, there's an outfit that you're wearing. I, I'm going to ask you about this outfit because I'm wondering if you made it or if someone made it for you or if someone asked you where you're wearing this like, like green thing, uh, could you tell us about this outfit, if you know which one I'm referring to? Well, I have a couple green outfits because I wrestle in green outfits, too. But are you talking about the picture of me on the garbage can with well, the, like, one-piece green thing? Yeah, 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 that one. <laughs> yeah, the same woman who makes my gear made that for me. It's a burlesque outfit out of, the, like, the same material that my old gear was out made out of. Now, is, uh, is it, it like, true, though, that when you go to the ring, uh, you also do a little, um, uh, you do a, uh, like, a little show on your way to the ring? Yeah, it's always a show. I, I think, like, entrance is the, one of the most important parts of the match because it establishes who you are. And, like, I want to go out there and start the show with a bang, let everyone know who I am, and you know, entertain people. That's why I do it. It's my favorite part. And uh, I'm also kind of curious. Um, uh, I, I'm sure Big Swing is going to start rolling his eyes. I can actually hear him rolling his eyes now. <laughs> but you have, uh, you know, on this, this green outfit that I'm talking about, it's like a leopard mm. print uh, thing. Tiger? Uh, yeah, yeah. You have uh, this this tattoo 
Uh, I'm kind of curious about the tattoo. Uh, did you design it? How long you had it? What is it? Well, you have to follow me on Instagram to find out. <laughs> it's a bonsai tree. Oh, okay. And yeah, and it does go onto my butt. I, I know I, I show know. off a lot. <laughs> uh, how 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 far up does it go? <laughs> um. Well, I mean, I think you can like look at my pictures and you can see how far down it goes and how high it goes. It doesn't go like that far. <laughs> That's okay. what you're thinking. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I, I got it done in Vancouver. Um, yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> so, so you, so it wasn't designed by you then, or you did design it? No, I just knew that I wanted a bonsai tree because I used to always, always take care of a bonsai tree. I loved them, so I thought oh, I should get one. Well, you know, I, I, I think it's awesome. We have. Uh, Calamity Kate, uh, we have uh, well, 10 minutes left here uh, with you. Now, I ask all independent wrestlers this, um, and uh, nobody has answered the same way, so I'm going to put it to you. It's a two-part question. Uh, if the WWE were to come calling and offer you that million-dollar contract, because, you know, they, they basically control our all aspects of your life. You can do this, you can't do that. You go here, you can't go there. This, that, the other. Independent wrestler and what you're doing, you control your own destiny, do what you want. If they mm-hmm. were to call you, two-part question. Is that something that you'd accept and want to do? And if you do get that million-dollar contract because of uh, you're, you're better looking than any WWE wrestler on the roster right now, except for Alexa Bliss, uh, and I'm not just uh, saying There that we go. Good on. man. Uh, I'm not just saying that because you're on. Uh, is that something that you want to do? And would you still uh, be our friend and not big time us and not change your number so we can still chat with you? <laughs> um, yeah, 100% I would say yes if they came knocking. Um, I, I'm a rebel. Uh, I don't like to be told what to do. I like to do things my way. So I don't know. It might be kind of an issue. Um but I'm sure we could make something work. I'm sure they would come knocking because they like something that I do already. Um, but I mean, hey, if you're going to pay me to, like, train and to perform for you, like, if, if I'm going to have that, like, steady paycheck, I will work hard for you. So, yeah, I would do it, um, I think, unless I was like, fuck you guys, I'm doing what I want and got fired it's really hard to know, but um, which happens. I wouldn't be too big for you. You'd be hanging out with me backstage, of course. Okay. Hey, this is recorded. You heard it. You heard it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and uh, let me ask you this, because uh, you'll, you'll definitely hear Big Spring's eyes rolling on this one. If you, if you weren't in a relationship, you would date me, wouldn't you? Oh, aren't we dating? I thought we were. Oh, you're oh, you're right. Uh, I, oh. I'm feeling it right now. Uh, I thought we were going to keep that a secret, but anyway. <laughs> oh yeah. Oops. Can you like cut this part out? <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll, I'll I I, I can edit it. Yeah. But what I'll do is I'll, I'll, 
I'll, I'll keep it as a ringtone. <laughs> anyway. So uh, we got the Calamity Kate here. We got, uh, I don't know, eight minutes left here before they kick us out. I, I got a few more questions. I don't know if Big Swing has any more, but it seems like I'm taking over the show, which I am doing because, uh, you know, uh, yeah, because uh, I'm like totally into it in more ways than one. But uh, uh, just so we can get this for you, if our fans wanted to uh, check you out and everything that you do, uh, do you have a Facebook? You got an Instagram? You got a YouTube? You got a Twitter? You got a Twitch? Uh, you got a GoFundMe yeah. for uh, PCs? What do you got? I have Instagram, Calamity Kate Showgirl. Um, and same with Facebook, Calamity Kate. Um, Twitter, Miss Calamity Kate. Um, and YouTube, you can find me on YouTube. I have a website, calamitykate.ca. Um, and I always encourage people to like message me on Facebook, message me on Instagram, uh, reach out to me. I love uh, when people reach out to me to say hi. Um, I love meeting new people. So yeah, come come see how crazy my life is and be part of it and say hi. You know, and uh, I'm also curious. There's a there's a match I'm kind of uh, watching right now. Uh, you, uh, did, you're going off the ropes and, uh, you kind of, uh, straddle the gal and then, uh, she picks you up and then all of a sudden you just DDT her to the canvas. Who is that you're wrestling in that match? Oh, wait, what are, what are you watching? Uh, on, uh, uh, can I you girl? DDT her. I don't know which. Well, you, you what grab, does she you grab look her like? by the neck. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you come off the ropes and you you uh, you kind of put your legs between her. She picks you up and she's gonna pick you up and slam you, but you grab her by the neck and then you just go down to your behind and you just knock her out. Oh, is she blonde? No, she's wearing like this uh, like this multicolor shorts and a black top. And you're wearing your green thing and black bottoms. What does it say on the, on the video? Is it on YouTube? It says, well, it says, it's, yeah, it says it's liked by Donald Baum. And uh, the best part of this is the face at the end. There's a gal on the on the outside of the rope. She like, oh, put your head up. Okay, like, oh, yeah, that's Liza Hall. Oh, okay, yeah, you it looks yeah. like you're the hell Liza out of Hall and, and Bambi Hall. On the outside. Are they, are they a couple yeah. winches? <laughs> They're awesome. They can be little you-know-whats, and I have to put them in their place sometimes. But they're pretty awesome. They're awesome wrestlers, and um, I'm going to be wrestling with them um, at the end of July for Cascade Wrestling Women's Championship, Queen of the Ring. Do you, uh, you think you so, can... Uh... You think you can hook us up with them as a uh, uh, to get on the show? No, only me. Okay, not my enemies. All right, just well, me. Yeah, but well, why would you want somebody she has beef with? <laughs> no, no, not them. Yeah, I, I'm look. I'm looking at this other picture, uh, and it's actually my favorite subject besides wrestling. You're you're wearing Viking horns because I'm a big Viking fan. You're with oh, this. Oh yeah. You're next to this gal. Is that your tag team partner? Yeah, that's a our tag team, East Van Valkyries, and uh, uh, she's Melody Mangler. 
That's who I'd like you to get us hooked up with. Sure. Awesome. Man, you you don't know how you don't know how much uh, I I love you, and uh, I'm like drooling all over myself right now because I'm like, watching all these videos. Good lord. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> hey, I'm I'm a guy, you know. I mean, you know. <laughs> uh, Calamity Kate is our guest here. We got uh, only about three minutes left here. Uh, so Ooh. if uh, you know, we do have fans in the UK listening. Uh, when is uh, your next match? Uh, who's it against? And uh, if our fans in the UK want to come see you, can they get tickets? Where's it at? What time? When? Um, right now, I don't have any more UK matches booked. I um, I've just kind of allotted this time for um, visiting and sightseeing and just relaxing. Although if any promoters want to book me while I'm here, I'm, I'm here until the 27th. I'm heading to Ireland soon, Wales and Ireland. So I am around. Um, Otherwise my next match is in Vancouver, July 20th. It's called Lucha Libre Spectacular. Um, It's a big outdoor uh, Lucha Libre and wrestling show with like music and beer and tacos and super crazies coming up, Luchasaurus, um, and some really amazing like Lucha wrestlers from like Mexico City and Seattle are coming up. And then I'm going to be in Spokane, Washington for Cascade Wrestling, Queen of the Ring. That's awesome. You know, uh, we only have a few minutes left here. I'm going to get these two questions in real quick. Now, every wrestler uh, has a great finish maneuver. Tell us what yours is called, what goes into it, and then we'll see if me or Big Swing want to uh, have you practicing on us. Oh, okay. I have a really good one for you. <laughs> so, like, one of my signature spots is um, a back handspring elbow into the corner, into someone in the corner. Mm-hmm. I usually hit them so hard that they drop to their butt. And then I proceed to do a little dance. Go into the splits and kick them in the nuts. <laughs> well, I'm gonna try it on you. Well, yeah, I, I'm willing to. I'm willing to take that. Uh, you yeah. Know. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then, and then my other question <laughs> is, uh, uh, real quick about I don't know if you do this or not in your burlesque shows, but you know, a lot some burlesque dancers wear tassels on their, you know, their chest area. Do you ever, mm-hmm. can you do that that spin thing? That with the tassel, can you do that? Oh, heck yeah! I do it with fire. Is that on? Is that on Instagram somewhere? It's on my Instagram. I'm gonna look for yeah. it. Uh, I'll be watching it over and over again. Too bad you don't <laughs> get credit for how many views. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah. And you know, I'll tell you what, fans. She's got so many videos on here. She's got this one video where she's wrestling this guy and he picks her up. It's like something I'd like to do. Uh, you know, uh, he looks like an asshole, but uh, I shouldn't have said that on the air. But anyway, uh, he's picking I, I, you I up. Can, I, can, I can mute it. Okay. He, he, he's picking you up and he's about ready to throw you or something. Uh, but that's – I'd love to pick you up. Uh, um, oh, I'd God. love to marry you too, but that, that's another Keep thing. it in your pants. Okay. He's trying. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I am. Uh, but anyway, Calamity, we want to thank you for joining us, and you are you are so awesome. And uh, 
I know if we haven't scared you away too much, uh, when you're in Ireland, I, I don't know what the time difference is there, but I also have a Sunday show. It's about five uh, hours, same as the uh, UK. Yeah, and uh, Jordan Garber wants to have you on his show as well. Uh, you know, uh, he's another story. But uh, if you'd be willing to do that, I'll keep in contact with you, and then we'll get yeah, for sure with him too. Mm-hmm. And that is yeah. just awesome. And I awesome. think I'm gonna, well, thank I'm gonna, you. I'm going to spend the rest. Thank of my you so time much for having me. You are awesome. And uh, oh, by the way, thank you for the autographs. Uh, hopefully, we'll get them soon. If not, I'm going to call mm-hmm. the post office because I should have got those things by now. You know. Yeah. Anyways. I'm, I'm sure they'll show up. Awesome. I hope so. All right. Ten seconds left, right. and they're giving us the thumbs down, so we got to go. All right. You guys have a okay, good Okay, nice night. chatting with you guys. Yeah, yes, you as well. Calamity Jane. Hey. We'll see you guys next Monday. Calamity Kate. Dead man walking. You got it now.